millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. My name is Hamish Campbell, and we are in the basement of a Tapapa building at the top of Tory Street in Wellington. Hamish is Tapapa's resident geologist. It's appropriate he's taking us underground. The treasure we're looking at today... I can hold your microphone while you put on your gloves, if you like. ...was buried for 125 million years. And it's a very old-school kind of object. So we're sitting in front of what looks to me like a piece of wood, Hamish. It's a dark brown colour. But if it looks underwhelming... This is the spark to a story that's fired the imagination of generations of children and changed the way we understand the world. This is like the Holy Grail, really. This is literally the very first tooth to be recognised, the very first fossil to be recognised as dinosaur. Yes, you heard that right. This is the very first fossil in the world, to be identified as belonging to a dinosaur. The tooth in general is important because once they've realised what it was and what it represented, again, this whole dinosaur mania... That's Eric London, a 16-year-old dinosaur expert from Wellington. It kind of led us to realise what these creatures were, where they'd come from, and, well, basically started off all our knowledge about dinosaurs in general, so stuff like Jurassic Park and things like that, all the cool things that stem from dinosaurs kind of started with that tooth. You know, it's pretty cool. This is the tooth of an iguanodon, found near Brighton in England around 1820 by Gideon Mantell, or more precisely, by his wife, Mary Ann. Mantell was an English doctor whose hobby was collecting fossils. I think uh, Gideon Mantell had convinced himself that it was utterly different from any tooth, any known tooth, and that it was most like that of an iguana, a lizard, but much, much bigger. Initially, experts were baffled. You can tell by the card on which the tooth is mounted. In ink, it says, left lower abraded molar, full stop. This was the first tooth of the iguanodon sent to Baron Cuvier, who pronounced it to be the incisor of rhinoceros. Well, if that analysis from the world's foremost paleontologist was swiftly revised, it still took everyone a while to get their heads around the reality. Back then, it probably well, it would have been quite incredible. You know, somebody shows you this tooth and says, this tooth is millions of years old. It comes from this um, giant lizard creature that was you know, as big as a horse. And, of course, you could imagine, in the 1800s, how did educated people get their head around the concept of extinction. It, it really didn't exist until the discovery of dinosaurs. And then, bingo, people started realising, wow, there must have been organisms around on this planet that we are no longer here. So it kick-started the whole investigation of dinosaurs as well as raising the concept of extinction. They're almost mythical. 
a T-Rex or a large dinosaur, it's kind of similar to a dragon. I mean, it doesn't breathe fire, but it's like to know with absolute certainty from these fossils that a creature like that actually used to live in our world. I mean, yes, it was millions and millions of years ago, but the fact that there was once upon a time a thing as big as a house with teeth that large, it's just, it's kind of like a real-life dragon. What was an iguanodon like? It's very large and would have had small forelimbs and very large back legs and tail. In terms of a dinosaur in and of itself, it's not overly interesting. I mean, it's a plant eater, so it's not quite as exciting as T-Rex. Um, it did have these things, these thumb spikes. So, I don't know, it walked on all fours, but on its two front legs, it had these little spikes, kind of like little thumbs, but obviously they couldn't move them because it was just a spike, and supposedly they were used for defence of some sort. But how did this extraordinary piece of natural history end up in Tapapa? This tooth came here with Walter Mantell, and he was the son of Gideon Mantell. Walter immigrated to Wellington, where he was an MP and also a naturalist. In fact, the North Island brown kiwi's scientific name is Apteryx Mantelli, after him. Talk about kiwi as. He donated the tooth he'd inherited to Tapapa's predecessor. Come day one, in early December 1865, when the Colonial Museum opened its doors to the public, this would have been on display. And it's been ours ever since. New Zealand didn't have too many amazing dinosaurs. You know, we had a few pteranodons and flying reptiles. And we do have a few, I think, sauropods, like Diplodocus, sort of like that, but a bit smaller. But none of the ones that you'd really know in the big names of dinosaurs, I guess. So the fact that we have the tooth is... It's really cool because it's kind of like a link to those original fossils. It's quite cool to know that New Zealand's sort of inside the loop when it comes to dinosaurs. Ours was produced by me, Noel McCarthy, and John Daniel for Bird of Paradise Productions. For Te Papa, in association with Radio New Zealand. Our EP was Tim Watkin, engineered by Andre Upston. Thanks to Victoria Kelly for our theme. You can listen to every episode on iTunes and Spotify, or head to RNZ's podcast page to subscribe. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.